Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And now, it's time to talk telly with the best TV trio since Anton Deck Dish Bruce. It's time for Luke, for Luke Gary, Gary and Matt with the Custard TV Podcast. You would not believe how happy that music makes me. Very? But, well, <laughs> I would say... If I had to put a scale on it, I would say more than very. Is that music charming, Luke? No, I'm okay. banning that word from today's episode. <laughs> this is the Custard TV Podcast. Uh, I'm Luke, I run the website. That website being thecustardtv.com and I'm joined as always by Gary and Matt. However, if you want to get in touch with us, let's do that. Get in touch with us now. You can get in touch via Twitter right this second or in the week my twitter uh, uh, handle is that the right phrase by the way oh, you know twitter i never name. know what to think is, the, is, the is it twitter of, name i think it's yeah your, your twitter name i don't think ha- handles like for cb radio yeah okay big four ten all right let me do this again man okay get in touch with us now twitter name at luke custard tv then there's gary uh, yeah, my Twitter name is at the Gary Show, and uh, Matt uh, is going to be joining us very shortly. And his Twitter name, Twitter name is <laughs> at, <laughs> at, at TV Bites, and that's of course Matt's with two T's in the Matt's bit and only one in the Bites bit. So it's actually Matt's with two, with three T's. Let's just work that out. Uh, you can also uh, like us on Facebook now. We have a Facebook page. Just search C- Custard TV Podcast, uh, and you can find us on Tumblr and probably some street corners um, and just to let you know that our social media question for today is what is your favourite new show of 2013 we know there's not much of 2013 gone so far but uh, of the new shows that you've been watching what has been your favourite and you can get in contact with us on any one of those uh, forums that we've just mentioned but should we, we should have a forum really shouldn't we at some point it's, always, it's always fascinating when you put a question out like that, just to get the ball rolling on that, Carl F got in touch with me on uh, Twitter to say, I love the Undateables, which is another one that I enjoy, yep. but also Great British Railway Journeys. Is that the thing with Michael Portillo? That's the I, state I of genuine television. Wasn't there, there was one recently, there was Chris Tarrant's Extreme Railways, that was on Channel well, 5, of course. Yeah, but I think that was for the more extreme railway lover. But there's obviously a glut of interest in railways that, uh, that had passed either. Yeah, passed us by. Uh, most of the responses I got regarding that were to say that uh, it was either Ripper Street or the following, uh, the new show on Sky Atlantic that I've been raving on about, so... 
Um, yeah, I had some for Ripper Street as well. Yeah, ITV had put a lot of um, effort into Mr. Selfridge, but nobody said anything. Yeah, about I don't Mr. think that's Selfridge. quite had the impact that they were hoping for. I don't know whether perhaps there's. Is, do you think there's a period drama lull coming? Do you think there's a bit of? A I, do you know what I think it is? I think it's Piven. Really, I'm blaming Piven. I think a lot yeah, of people have, have found his acting annoying. I think it's too theatrical and over the top, and I think ten episodes for something like that is a lot to ask of the public. Yeah. So. I there know that Matt is feels Matt very back from Drinkland as well. I'm here. Hello. Oh, hello, Matt. Hello. What what drink did you go for? Sorry. What drink did oh, you go hot for? Hot chocolate on the go. What the old uh, 70s disco band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe in miracles? <laughs> it started with a kiss. Okay. No, this okay. did not start with a kiss. I could just lay that out. No, it it uh, started with a great intro. It did, which we'll hear more of probably every <laughs> week. And it's great. Uh, so we were just saying Matt, about the social media question of favourite new shows of 2013. Did you get any responses? I know you twittered and Facebooked this one. I did. I, do you want me to go through them? Yeah, have a look. No, at what you've got. No, no, we haven't oh, got the do. time, no, Matt. Okay. Come on. So nice. we've got go on said the following, which I know yep. Gary's a fan of. Uh, Hang on, he said the following, how many did you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vicky said Africa. Alright. Uh, Mandy has yeah. said Utopia, which of course is one of my favourites. And But she somehow negated that by saying Great Night Out as well. Oh, I knew one person was watching that. Uh, Hannah said... Well, who was this again? Vicky? Mandy. Mandy, sorry. Uh, that, that one that would uh, that um, she came and she, she gave she me came a... and she saw her and she conquered. She <laughs> <laughs> left ITV on. Uh, <laughs> Hannah says the new Brian Cox one and also Borgen. Yeah. Uh, another Vicky oh. says Revenge series two. Oh right. Uh, Cecilia says My Mad Fat Diary, which is brilliant. Luke's Love you, Cecilia. And also Africa. And uh, Lee, who has two children under five, has said Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom. So, uh, <laughs> do you know what? Actually, we didn't cover that. that we've not really covered it, the children's market. Makes me think. Actually, we've had Mandy and Cecilia. I won't be happy unless um, Mrs. Robinson gives us a uh, <laughs> gives us a tweet next week, or maybe um, maybe uh, Alison yeah. or any you know somebody other famous girls' names. If you want to get in touch with the girls us, from Monday number five. Yeah, exactly. Get in touch with us now. By the beautiful town. If you want to get in touch with us, you can get Matt on Twitter at Matt's TV Bites, me at Luke Custard TV, and Gary at The Gary Show. Right, we're going to chat a little bit now about the, the ITV rebrand uh, that happened in early 2013 and why it has led to the lack of anything worth watching on that channel. Are we too related? We don't know. That's I what we don't want to discuss. think so. I'm hoping not. But you, I think the rebrand has had enough time to bed in now, the, so I wanted to talk about it. So they've done. What's happened is they've dropped the one, uh, and it's now <laughs> ITV. Uh, ITV so that, dropped that one. That's official. You've got ITV, then ITV two, and ITV three. But all the channels have had their logos updated, and ITV now has this kind of um, system where you, they they preview shows or they preview programs in in the kind of idents, don't they? <sighs> do we how do we I like that, Matt? What's your feelings on this one? Yeah, they're a bit weird. Some I like. I don't know. I like the the fact they're trying to do something different with these. You know, these little uh, scenes almost, aren't they? It's like the dog being washed oh, and the, 
The, the ITV2 ones are weird. I don't know if you've seen those. There's one I saw with the Bucking Bronco, and then last night, I think there was a film on, I just, just decided to see what the idem was. It was two men playing tennis with uh, see, those fans, you know, the portable fans, oh, and yeah, yeah, the balloon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's... <laughs> if we, everybody's done that, Matt. Madcap sort of ITV2, all we're so, you know, trendy. It's like we E4 ones, though, isn't it? You know, and ooh, we're, yeah. we're funk. And BBC3, do you remember they had the BBC3 ones? A friend of mine got his ident on BBC3. He put something, he put two packets of crisps in a, in a fridge next to five pints of lager or whatever it was. Uh, it before two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. God, he's a genius. He's a genius. Luke, uh, the TV rebrand, a hit or a miss? A massive miss. Right. A massive miss. There's so many things I don't like about it. I don't like how they squeeze the credits of every programme to get more ads in well, to that's promote their... Thing. Every channel does that, don't they? But Matt, I don't like it when they do it. You've had your time to talk. No, no, no. Now it's me. Don't make me separate you two. Come on. And I don't like how us Sky viewers are getting an ITV logo at the top of ITV. I know it's not overly intrusive, but I've got a, a real hatred of on-screen. Yeah. Um, I think I uh, as well, I think. They're called dogs, I think. I don't it's know quite why they... Digital something, are they? Digital yeah, digital on-screen guide. Yeah, exactly. So that really annoys me, and and I genuinely think it looks more like <laughs> Channel Five has rebranded more than ITV. It's not striking. It doesn't have any impact. It's, yeah, it's more sort of homely, isn't it? Mm. When I think ITV drama, I don't think pug. No. You know, pug having a bath. I don't think that. There's people on bikes, isn't there? That's another one. That's a. But then the the BBC ones were criticised before. Well, you know, pandas swimming, people dancing outside. Television it's a hippo, center. hippo, hippo. Sorry, and, and we're going to so do I a mean, podcast trip to the zoo. I, I suppose what we're like... saying is these idents are too memorable and therefore kind of interfere with the program. Well, we just you say... want your idents to be fairly kind of anonymous, don't you? No, well, I, well, I want them to with look the, like ITV. The channel number, and then they just say this program's on now. Simple. No, I, I, I am a fan of TV presentation. Okay. I like the BBC idents and stuff, and I like how they change at Christmas and things. But I don't like this rebrand. I think it looks... I know they spent a lot of money and obviously a lot of time and effort, but I think it looks a bit imma amateurish, a bit immature, and a bit, you know, not striking enough for, for one of the UK's biggest channels. So if, you, if you're listening, ITV, uh, here are, is our five-point plan. Uh, for your new rebrand. Uh, point number one is... Remove Pug. Remove Pug. Uh, number two <laughs> is bring in Remove more colour. I don't like the colours. Yeah. I don't like the colours. No, so number two would be the colours. Number three, Matt, would be... Uh, no more weird tennis games. No more ITV. weird tennis games. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. Uh, also number, remove number the on-screen... Uh, and and also remove is... the on-screen message, because it's just really... Have they changed the idents on ITV3 or 4? I don't know. Yes, ITV3 is the same. I don't know if will ever know. We don't watch those shows. I actually do yep. watch ITV4 when they have the Cheers repeats on, but yeah. I never oh, really... ITV3 has yeah. uh, blue. The ITV3 is, is a blue logo. Okay. Um, and has changed uh, if it's I a have, crime drama or whatever. I have television on at the moment. Let's just have a look at ITV. If I put it on ITV3 and then wait for a... 
wait five minutes for a program to end, then I can tell this you. This is fascinating. So radio, this is yeah. this is this is what this is we're, what the interweb was made for. Uh, on to a little bit of news before we head on to the reviews section, and we'll tell you what we've been watching. Uh, there's going to be some Gypsy specials on Channel Four around mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. I saw a, a few clips, a few previews of that today. So well, it's not going to be my big fat Gypsy wedding. I think I saw. Is it on Sunday ever... rather than... But they're Valentine's no, Monday, based, Monday, Monday. Yeah, it's Monday the 11th. It's all Valentine wedding malarkey. Yeah. Do you, think, do you think they'll ever go back and do another series? Or do you think hey, maybe they'll no. just carry on doing No, they won't. I've, I've had my fill of those blooming gypsies after um, <laughs> Thelma's Gypsy Girls. That was it. Well, it's not just that. Jay Hunt, who runs ITV, uh, Channel 4, excuse me, programs Channel 4, has said they're moving on from gypsies. Uh, so <laughs> this will be the last time well, we see, see them. I did. I, I know a uh, name drop time. I hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me get the, 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 the name net. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you got it. There you go. I did, I've I, got I, it. Yeah. I, I met her at the Hope <laughs> thing last year, and right. she, she did seem very big on on the fact that they were pushing these new dramas now, like Utopia yes. and you know the Fear they had in Secret State and things like that. And every day, oh, right. I think they're now that trying era. to, and and you can see it in Channel 4's new lineup. You know, Black Mirror starting. We'll talk about that in a little while. And Derek, you know, they're trying to do more sort of drama and comedy and stuff. Rather than the, you know. I think I think the decision to get rid of Big Brother was really their yeah. sort of like right. We're going to give up what we call trashy telly, and the gypsy stuff. Although it started off being very interesting, it did turn quite trashy quite yeah. soon. Yeah. Well, it's uh, the sort of thing that once you've seen it, um, you know, mm. you don't need to see more of it. You know, you get the idea of it. I mean, I I just think they're going in the right direction. They're saying you know we'll do one more special. That's it. Um, and then we're moving on. Hopefully. Channel 4, we've said it before on this podcast, Channel 4 are on fire at yeah. the moment. They, yeah. they really are. They're, they're, they're very closely running the BBC for, for the best best television at the moment. So, In fact, most of the shows I'm watching are on Channel 4. And um, they would be? Uh, well, uh, Utopia, uh, Black Mirror yeah. I'll be watching. Um, yeah. and, and Countdown. And Countdown, yes, every day. Uh, moving on, uh, as, as, as Luke suggested that we do a second ago, uh, let's talk a little bit about Splash. The finale was on this weekend and got 6.5 million viewers. So it means that actually it didn't take a big dive in the ratings over the whole series. Dive, because what they did is they're diving and I took a dive. No, okay. Matt, Matt did the best thing last night when he sent me the press release, which I uh, yes. put no, up on the... that. Matt's, Matt's idea yeah. for calling the second series is... Flashback. Brilliant. Yeah, and I've had, a, I've had nothing but hatred uh, about Splash coming back. Um, Ooh, just I just want to. Sorry, just to interrupt. The, IT, the, from the IT3 ident is a very nice dark blue. You're right. I, that's the only one I like. Okay. I must admit. Um, Splash has become a massive hit this year, says one uh, says one listener currently to the podcast, and he would like to know our thoughts on it getting a second series. Here are our thoughts on it getting a second series. It is an abomination that this got a first series, in my opinion. You say <coughs> there that viewers loved it, they didn't love it, they just tuned in for the finale while they were having their fish and chips. So there were nothing else on the BBC. Exactly. It's not a hit. It's lazy commissioning by the by ITV, they think 
people love Tom Daly, which fair enough they might. I find him even irritating. But the problem um, is, it's not aimed at us, Luke. I mean, I, I, I agree with it everything. It is, I, Gary. No, no, it's no, on I telly. Agreed, I agree with everything you said about it's poor television, it's cheap, it's not, you know, but it's not aimed at us. It's aimed Who is at it aimed at? Then? Teenagers, people who like Tom Daly. It's aimed at his I don't family. think it is. Because teenagers don't like Linda Barker or Ahmed Jalili. Yeah, but they like the fact that Tom Daly, the nice clean-cut boy, takes time out of his day to teach them. But then, like, it's it's, not... I see it as like almost a bit like Gladiators, that sort of show. Yeah. And the Gladiators had a lot more going for it than than Splash does. I mean, even I mean, as you say, you compared to celebrity wrestling, and that died a death. But this is. Somehow, I don't know. That, that, exactly. was the, that was pinned to the floor for a three very quickly. I agree. Oh. <laughs> please stop with the sport puns. <laughs> no, no I, I think obviously some people did stick with it because everyone sort of it critically got mauled, but obviously people didn't mind it, and apparently but, it did I mean, get better after just, that first episode. It was just like a load of replay. I mean, they died, they dove in, fair enough, and they showed some skill, fair enough. Then it was a load of just replays yeah. of, look yeah. at them, here's them it, diving again. And that's the problem, is it, it, the, the the central idea of the show was very narrow, and, and, and how they spl- dragged it out for like 45 minutes, an hour, was, was typical kind of like what the ITV get blamed for, you know, with the X Factor, you know, you drag the final out for two hours and everyone has a coronary. I think the thing is, it's, it's obviously worked because it's got ratings, so it was bound to get a second series. I think one of the things is, the good thing is, the next series won't be till next year. This isn't yeah. something they're going to come back to in six months. We've got a whole year to wait. Or, you know, but that's the thing. It. Is this something that people are going to go, oh, look, Splash is coming back. No. Let's all... Because I, I mean, year on, they would have forgotten about the Olympics. And, and, and it, it, it's on the back of that, that furora, really, isn't it? You know, why it's yeah. so popular. I don't think it will be as popular next year. But then Dancing on Ice is still going, and I think a lot of people thought that would... Dying, yeah, you know, that, you that wasn't so much. That was more a celebrity talent show, like dance, like. Uh, yeah, I suppose, like Strictly. Like Strictly, because you know, T- and Torval and Dean are kind of national treasures. I mean, so annoyed at both of you. So annoyed at well, both of you. So we have a different opinion. Get. No, but we. But I mean. <laughs> But when End and Deck Saturday Night Takeaway comes back, yeah. that's great Saturday night entertainment for everyone. You say Splash is for us. Mentioning End and Deck early in the podcast. No, I don't think. Well, let me just be clear. I don't think it should be getting a second series either. I'm with you, Luke. I, I'm not big enough. Splash, Thank you, Matt. I nearly, <laughs> you know, you were nearly very much, you know, aneurysm <laughs> moment very close. Um, Gaz, by the way, uh, Gaz, who who started this whole debate on Twitter, is listening now and appreciates our opinions. Right, so that's the one. Well, there you are. Thank you. I hope. I hope we can. I mean, you know, it, it's good to have different opinions on the podcast. So is it though? Well, <laughs> obviously not not compared to yours, but you know. Moving yeah. on. You know, uh, telly. I like so, telly. So UK TV. Oh, look, the. Oh, sorry. I'm just the ITV Vor Ardents. Uh, they're kind of see-throughish. So they're opaque. So the ITV4 just kind of lies on the top, uh, of, of, uh. of the, and they're kind of like a mellow yellow kind of colour. Oh, yeah. uh, and they're showing oh, yeah, Broadchurch and Lightfields, Murder on the Home Front. 
That's the ITV. That's the ITV drama. ITV one drama, hopefully. So another series of Scott and Bailey. So there's all good stuff coming. Um, Talking of new drama coming up, uh, UK TV, who run channels like Alibi and Watch and Dave, have announced that uh, Castle Series 5 will be shown on Alibi in March. And Body of Proof, which is currently on 5, I think uh, Castle's been on 5 as well, is going to be the third series will be starting in July. Uh, so it's good that those two uh, those two programs are going to get shown uh, first on UK TV. I think it's good for cable viewers, and I think it's good that Channel Five will then bring them to a, a wider audience. Uh, I'm a big fan of Castle, and I quite like Body of Proof. I think it's nice, gentle television, despite the fact it's always about murder. Uh, either of you two got an opinion on this? I don't think it's something either of you two well pay a lot of attention I, to, is it? I do sort of. I, I think it's good that UK TV keeps. You know, if they if they buy something and they find, I mean, they're not going to find a huge audience of these sort of things, but the audience they find obviously enjoy it, and they they keep those audiences happy. I do miss when Alibi used to play more UK crime drama, but we do get a lot of that yeah. anyway. So yeah. maybe they're doing the ITV3 right thing. They do a lot of that now, don't well, they? Right. Yes, they don't have. No, I had no idea there was that many episodes of Mid- Midsummer Murders till I till I had. Yeah. Um, Look, I, 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 I was I was a big Castle fan. I sort of lost it in a series or so, but yeah, I, I enjoy Castle. So at some point, I might catch up with that when Channel Five sort of. Yeah, I'm about a series, a series and a half behind. So, yeah. uh, but you know, I really like that. It's it's good tension drama, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's got a bit sense of humour to it as well. It's hard, isn't it? Because you know, there's uh, there's so many channels now that they've almost got to you know pick. From other countries, really, they just they just can't be. Well, I think that's where com- BBC Four found Nordic yeah. UR. I think I think really, you know, they can't they couldn't afford to get the big American dramas, so yeah. they said, well, look, you know, there, there must be some other quality around the globe. I mean, I know they've on on Fox they show French programs, they've shown the odd Australian drama. Uh, as I say, I'm a, a big follower, a big a lover of a program from Canada called The Border. Uh, I, I think yeah. you have got to look around and go, we're not the only ones making good television now. Mm. Uh, Lauren Jones alert, folks. Oh, She's just tuned in. Oh, I was I was getting sweaty that she wasn't going to be Please. here, and then she. You oh. cheated on her with someone else the other day, didn't you? With that I had guy. to. I had you're to. You're a legend. Yeah, I, I had yeah, to. You're legend. You're legend. Of all the th- of all the things, of all the things that you know, Lauren Jones has pushed our way on Twitter. Never called me a legend, and that needs to be altered. That, that. And somebody else did. So, uh, uh, also Gaz, who's listening live, yeah. very abrupt, says, "Who's the northern bloke talking on your podcast?" Yeah, that yeah. might be Matt with his two T's. <laughs> well, we've had um, three actually, technically, in his Twitter name. Yeah, well, technically. Oh, there's four. Uh, Gary, there's four. Yeah. If you are listening there's live and you want to get, in- oh, there's yeah, Matt, there's four T's. Yeah, see, look, Luke, you didn't pick that up. There's four T's. You quad tier, you. Double the T's of last week's show. There you are. If you're listening to us and you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, one final go at LukeCustardTV, at Matt's TV Bites with two T's but four, really, it's confusing, yeah. and The Gary Show uh, for Gary as well. Uh, moving on, <laughs> uh, there's a, a, a remake coming of the classic 60s puppet show Thunderbirds following the recent passing of creator Jerry Anderson. Is it ITV who have agreed to kind of look into this? with some CITV. CGI? Oh, CITV, C-I-T-V. sorry. Um, yeah. and, and with new sort of CGI animatronics, they're going to recreate mm-hmm. Thunderbirds. Uh, I, 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 during my lifetime, I've heard so many Thunderbirds rumours and stories and 
you know. I, you just, I'm a you, bit just you just didn't even believe him, did you? Not really. You didn't I, even. I, I did you you've been hurt like, uh, so many times by Thunderbird yeah. stories. I'm a little bit younger than the Thunderbird generation. That's more my sort of uncles and my father's generation. So. Yeah, but and you're still getting your winter I, fuel allowance. I remember the old sort of the re the relaunch of Thunder. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The birds sort of happened in my childhood when, like, Amphitheater made Tracy yes. Island, Blue Peter, and all that. I remember that. Um, it sort of all came back for a while. Like BBC Two, he showed all the old. Films. Yeah, that that was the biggest selling Christmas present that year. Yeah. Wasn't that that either was either her remake or was it the original that you could go out and buy. Yeah, you so. can go out and buy it, and then she went, "No, hang on, you can make it on the cheap." <laughs> We're almost staring, staying into geek territory here. Uh, yeah, and uh, just breaking news uh, on Twitter: uh, Lauren Jones has confirmed that we're all three of us are legends. Uh, and uh, Gaz, I know that Luke won't be happy about. And Gaz says that ITV will ruin Thunderbirds if they bring it back. Just leave it alone. I, I, I don't think they will because I think on CITV it won't get the big coverage that they hope it will. So, anyway, that's the news. There was We're a movie, wasn't there? There was a movie yeah, in like 2004. Yeah. Oh yeah, they re- that was a horrible American film with uh, yeah. Ben Kingsley, I think, and Bill. Is it Bill Paxton or Bill Pullman? One of the Bills. Bill Paxton, I think, yeah. <laughs> Just one of the Bills. One of the, one of the acting Bills. Bills. Bill P. Uh, America, he was in it. Yeah, that's that's all you need yeah. to know. Moving on, let's uh, let's look at some of the reviews of shows that we've watched. Now, some of these aren't very recent, but they're things that we've seen. Uh, Matt, I have it down that you actually sat through a whole episode of Miranda. How yeah. the heck did you do? That? And you you're here you're to here tell, tell us about it now. I I'm <laughs> going to stick up for Miranda a little bit because I think it gets a bad rap on this show, and sometimes I do agree that sometimes it is a bit predictable and stuff, but it's good sort of populist. Comedy. I mean, in the vein of say something, you know, it's 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 family. What all the family can sort of watch Miranda. Um, I'd rather them watch that, say rather than something like say Mrs. Brown's Boys, which is just horrendous. Um, there was a really good episode of Miranda actually. Uh, the penultimate one, I enjoyed that with uh, Raymond Blanc pops up in it, and then Gary Barlow came in at the end and was just horrendous. Uh, you can't act at all. He just came in grinning. And then snog Miranda. Did Miranda end on a cliffhanger like people on Twitter were it saying? It did, yeah. Uh, she got proposed to by two different guys. Uh, oh, effect. we've been there and done that. Not with Miranda, fair enough. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, there was. it was a big sort of, is she going to you know, say yes to this, the guy that she's been in love with forever or the, the new boyfriend and, and they both proposed to her at the same time and then they sort of did a mock shock 
you know, all the all the cast members did like a, you know, dun 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 sort of thing, and then it just went. I just, I find it interesting that the biggest shows on the BBC at the moment, which ratings-wise are Miranda, Mrs. Brown's Boys, and yeah. Call the Midwife, I find those three. Their popularity completely baffling. I know a lot of people stick up for Call the because I review Call the Midwife on a weekly basis, and I not sort of slag it off, but criticise it for being a little bit over twee. And a lot of people sort of have a go saying, "No, hang on, this is you know old-fashioned entertainment and is a sort of popular re- representation of the time." And I just find it a bit sort of you know what um, what I describe it as sort of picturesque squalor. You know, it's, they're all really poor and, you know, domestic violence, but hey-ho, is Miranda and she's going to do something with yeah. Scout. See, maybe, because I've got to say, I like Miranda Hart as a, as a comedy... I, I, I like her as a person. I like her when I see her in interviewed. I used to like her on Lee Max, go, not going out. Oh, yeah, I just don't like her in Miranda or in Call the Midwife. I find all three, Mrs. Brown's Boys included, completely baffling the popularity. And it just goes to show that the general public are often fools. I, I don't like Miranda. <laughs> it's too much like a 60s bad sitcom, like Are You Being Served or uh, things like that. It's so cliche. But I don't know if it, it, it's it, so it knows that, the though, doesn't it? And the other thing it I don't like that. is it really, to me, the whole Miranda character is almost like a, it's the remake of the vicar in the, in the di- vicar of Dibley. Yeah, She's that I kind of that. No, fool totally of a person. I agree with you, yeah. But I think and I, I, well, I didn't like Dawn French doing it, so I'm not going to like Miranda your, Hart doing it. Your point is that people are sort of, you know, creatures of habit, and my mum, yeah. my mum will happily sit down and watch Miranda, Mrs. Brown's Boys, called her all those because they're on. They're, and you know, Ice Road Truckers. People like people like us who, you know, watch TV with a critical eye and sort of, but the general uh, public will watch, you know, sit down and watch like new tricks, and I've never. I can understand programs that are popular. That that I mean, like you know, Taggart was on television for years, and we, you know, I was used to go, "Oh, not more Taggart," but it did get an audience and yeah. shows. You know, I, I came to the conclusion when I was choosing new drama a, a, a while ago that if a show made it to like three or four series, then I needed to go back and give it a second look yeah. because there You've must not have seen been Silent something... Witness for a while. Sorry. You need to go and watch an episode of Silent Witness because actually I think it'd yeah, be right up your street. Yeah, that's street. the sort of thing that I, I mean. I have watched a series of Silent Witness. I, I watched, um, but with the new, with the current cast, yeah. I think it would be right up your street. Fair, fair Can enough. I just say though, as well, what I, what I what I always stray and try to avoid is a lot of critics, and I don't like being really called a critic, but if we're being critical of TV, that's what we are, I suppose. They just come on and they moan about all the state of things. The reason I'm moaning, personally, is because I know what the industry is capable of and it's not delivering. And I just yeah. want no, to... Do... I agree with you as well. But I think, as well, people are, mo- are more likely to watch BBC or ITV because if you look, there's... Those are the two channels that always get the big ratings, even if I just think sort of... in, in today's digital age, I just yeah. think... I don't think Miranda gets made in five years' time. No, I mean, I, I think not. she's thinking of only doing... I think she said this would be the last series, but I yeah. think they're going to park a big load of money up at her door and say make another one, and she probably... Well, or at least do a couple of specials. Well, I was going to say, it'll end up being a Christmas special in a few years, so... Uh, did anyone catch the first episode of Dancing on the Edge, the new Stephen yes. program last yes. night? I managed we'll ten minutes before we'll I had to... Because I quite enjoyed it, and yeah. I think... Tell me what you enjoyed, right. and then I'll... No, no, tell then me. Then you'll say you're wrong. Uh, no, I'm not going to say you're wrong. You enjoyed. 
Um, no, I enjoyed. I thought the characters were were well drawn. I thought the acting was very good. I enjoyed the sort of the setting. I thought it was all very well designed. I loved the music as well. I thought it was all really good. I'm very intrigued to see where it goes. But I, Luke, I know we had a conversation about this, and I agree with you to an extent about the dialogue. You didn't sort of believe in the dialogue. The dialogue is incredibly clunky. Stephen Polyakov's attitude in his scripts is always, you know, oh, I'm so... It just seems incredibly pretentious and incredibly sort of up itself for want of a better term I just I just think it's just it's trying to be more grand than it is it's not exactly revolutionary they're giving it 90 minutes last night and another hour tonight and there's, it's just I don't know a lot of writers have you seen the first one of you I, I saw the first one I will watch the second just so I can have a balanced view but but the thing is a lot of writers uh, of other TV shows who I follow on Twitter said you know He's breaking all the script writing's, you know, um, rules. He's what happened to show us? Don't tell us. Yeah, I know. He what seemed you mean. to be going around in a massive circle. Seemed to be telling people uh, about these characters. I didn't warm to any of them. I didn't care about any of them. Of course, um, the guy from the Shadow Line, whose name I will butcher if I try and pronounce it. Wetty Is that right? Okafor. Yes. He is. I I I do find him completely. Um, yeah. He he really is great on screen I and whatever Matthew he's good in. as well. I thought he was... I can't say Matthew Good was good, but he was. Um, Again, this is another... It's not a period drama, I'd agree. You couldn't call this period, but this is set in the, the 40s. 30s. 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 You know, BBC television at the moment, and for ITV as well, they can't set anything in the modern day at the moment. Everything has to be set in the 1930s, the 1820s. I just think this is another another show, and I just can't differentiate between. Yeah, them. I know. Polyakov, I agree. I just think they've given the name Stephen Polyakov to it. Everything they say to make it stand out a bit, like well, here's a piece I, I of find, quality. I find I find him annoying. I find his scripts annoying. Yeah. I think he's just amazing. But and saying that, I do like the fact that we've got a drama on BBC Two yeah. that isn't about a murder and isn't about yeah. someone it's dying. About, it's, and it's, it's it's different, isn't it? I I'm intrigued so. enough to see where it's going to go. I I, I think okay. he's he's done enough, and I I just I really I thought it was so well designed, and I really enjoyed the music as well. So. I'm I'm definitely going to go give it you know the second episode. I'm not convinced I'm going to watch the whole series, but give it, what, give it what a strange go. amount of scheduling though to do 90 minutes on a Monday, yeah, another it's, hour on a Tuesday, it is weird. and then go. I mean, there's only five. We've got plenty of weeks. But then ITV ITV have done that a couple of times. They did it with Mrs. Big, then with Mr. Selfie. They did, the, yeah. The first they, they did. the first episode of both of those was 90 minutes, and then it. Retreated. And then they did it with the hour as well, didn't yeah. they? End the hour on BBC Two by a double episode yeah, one night, yeah. and then the next night. So, how did that do? Are we going to get an hour three? It hasn't been announced. I don't they, think. I think they were Morgan's surprised that they got a second one, you know, because as I say. I well, it's not a BAFTA. Hang on. Oh, I've got no, the no. net. The net's up. The, the, they got nets up again. <laughs> I went to the, um, what's his name, Ben Stevenson, is it? The director of drama of the BBC? Yes, yeah. and so, who sent you to this one? Wang. <laughs> who sent you to that? Said that they were. It was, it was the first drama to get a second series on BBC Two first. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes, I do remember you saying that on the podcast before. I think they were very surprised that they, that it got that second series. But I know that Abby Morgan said that she wanted to write a third series. So, you know, it's a sort of 
There's scope there, and possibly they could get a third mm. series out of yeah. the album. I think the third series would be good to be its last. Uh, another new show that uh, I've seen, and I know Matt was going to have a quick look at, is um, a Netflix-only production called House of Cards. Now, this is a remake of the BBC show of the same name uh, of about, was about 15 years ago, wasn't it, that House of Cards? Oh, yeah, Ian Richardson. Ian Richardson, yes. Uh, and um, this is Netflix-only, so you can only watch this by... Well, the first episode you can watch free, but the rest you have to sign up for. Uh, it stars Kevin Spacey and Robin Wright uh, as his wife. Kevin Spacey is the um, House Majority Whip. What that basically is is the equivalent of the you know the, the position that Ian Richardson played. He doesn't have much political authority, but he's about getting others in line. So he's not a politician out front that, that people see, but he behind the scenes he's quite sort of manipulating. And uh, in the first episode, he brilliantly manipulates a, a senator who was caught drink driving, you know, by saying, "Well, look, you're going to do everything I tell you because I'm going to keep this under wraps for you." Uh, did you watch the first episode yet? I haven't uh, seen it yet, but I am interested to watch it. I, I think this is excellent. Uh, I, I really do. This is a high recommendation for me. I love my political drama. I'm a big fan of The West Wing as many people on this podcast and in my real life will know. I think House of Cards is great. I'm already contemplating signing up for Netflix so I can watch the rest of them. It does bring up an interesting point that Luke and I mentioned briefly. Uh, I believe today on, on Radio 5, on, on Richard Bacon's show, he kind of called the death of scheduled television, Luke. Is that right? Well, the thing that what they were saying was, and we should give them... It was Boyd Hilton from Heat and TV Kev from The Sun or The Daily... Daily Mirror, thank you, Daily Mirror, my apologies. Uh, they were saying that, or Richard Bacon was saying, that because Netflix had had such a surprising hit on their hand with, with the House of Cards, and because they put them all out without people having to wait a week for the gap, does this mean that the world of scheduling television is going to get a knock? Because people want all their stuff, why should they have to wait for all uh, six episodes of Utopia, if it's all done and it's all ready to go, why should we have to wait each week for that? And why can't we just have them put on in one big line, record them, and watch them at our leisure? Does this mean that? Um, well, let's let's TV let's take those way? two points. Do we think that uh, putting something on the internet, all of them? Is, is a way forward. I mean, you know, Love Film and Netflix have been doing this recently, not only with old shows, but a couple of new shows. In America, it's not a new thing. We talk, Lily Hammer uh, was shown exclusively on Netflix in, the, in America. Do we think shows on internet-only providers have a good shelf life? I, I definitely do. I don't think it's going to become a major thing. I think it's got the scope for sort of, like, maybe more niche shows to be made, like political thrillers and like there's a lot of new shows on the internet and like i don't know Bad. any of something which like yeah something like lily hammer which you know yeah. might struggle to find an audience on on the tally but like people who want to watch something a bit different can i think maybe that's yeah. The, the I mean, Breaking Bad, which was a huge hit in America, has won BAFTAs and, and, yes. and, and, and Golden Globes, is only available in this country on Netflix because mm. although the first two series were shown on FX and I think a series was actually shown on... Um, on, on, on five, but it, it, it never really picked up over here. Oh. There is a chance that those shows that you know that the Americans get, or the other networks, other channels that you know pick up on, could end up there. Uh, Look, and the other part of the question really is: is this the death of scheduled television or the beginning of it? No. 
No. I don't think so. No, I don't. Because I think nothing will replace sitting down with the family or with a girlfriend or with a you know partner and just enjoying something together. There's, it's not the same watching it on a laptop or a computer. I personally find it very distracting to watch something on a computer. I, I just think as well that um, I know there is a, a trend now for wanting to watch things... Um, you know, straight away, if if something grabs yeah. you, you, you want to watch it straight away, as we live, as you said earlier, in the box set generation. Uh, but I, I, I personally like having different things on and having things to look forward to in the week. Sometimes you do think, oh, I like that so much, I can't wait till the yeah. next week. But at least it's something to look yeah, forward to, in my the, opinion. Part of the joy of that is, is the anticipation. I think if we got rid yeah. of I think certain certain shows, you know, you can now do that because you've got like four OD and I players. So if you want to watch it all at once, you wait for it to, you know, to build up and then watch it all in one. Big but show. I, th- I think the point with House of Cards, as Luke was saying, is that they gave it to you all at once. And I, yeah. I, 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 agree, I agree with you guys. I, I, even if I signed up for, for, for Netflix tonight, I wouldn't want to watch all 11 episodes or how many episodes there are left tonight. Gaz, who is uh, who is um, competing with Lauren Jones for most mentions on a podcast, says he's fifty-seven. Uh-huh. He thinks it would be very difficult watching something on the internet for people of his age. He likes watching shows with his wife, and that's very difficult to do on a laptop together. It is much easier and much mm-hmm. more relaxing, well, I presumably, on a TV. Like the internet-ready TVs and things like that, haven't they? I, mean, I think that's the Netflix and the Love Film Instant and stuff like that. But I think statistics say that even people who have got these internet TVs statistically aren't using them to their full benefit. They might look up a couple of videos on YouTube, but it doesn't. They still prefer to go ITV, Channel Four, BBC One, and all the other channels. Yeah, I I think it's a long time away before we replace the traditional channels, and I think that's that's where I think the death of scheduling television would would come down. Is you know, I mean, it was interesting the launch of the new Channel Four net television Four Seven, where they get votes on their website and they show. I don't show, know whether they but, do now. I, but I, yeah, I, I, I think I was, gonna, I was about to say I, I haven't really seen that, and I don't think I've watched a minute of Four Seven since launch. Because I thought. Four seven was meant to be the same program on you know every night the same night and I saw Utopia was on the one I hadn't watched. No, it's on the following night. Yeah, yeah so the, I saw the, the, o'clock, was on the, on the ten o'clock show on Channel Four is on the next night on four seven. So it's like a catch on up every service. night four seven. Because I thought the the idea was for you know to have the same program on every night on four seven, so you could have yeah. seven more chances to watch. Wasn't that the original idea? No, well, I'm not sure. You, I mean, there were. It did change, so it, it did change. Uh, uh, Lauren Jones has got in touch on the right. subject as well. She says, "I always, I nearly always end up watching something all in one go, as I hate having to wait a week, as I forget what's happened." So there's two, yeah. two yeah, there's at least there's two different schools of thought. There's different schools. But of you thought. could say that's why they give you the uh, last time on Good Cop or pre or previously on this. Yeah, that's because why they, they have do to, it because they want to remind you what happened before. Uh, we're going to move yeah. on to the preview section. There's a few new shows or returning shows coming up before we wrap up this podcast. The first of which is on Alibi. The sixth series of the Murdoch Mysteries starts uh, started last night at nine o'clock. Uh, so you can catch that on Alibi 47. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a, a, a murder mystery show set. This is kind of like a, a Sherlock, but for a bit geeky, isn't it? Really, he's a kind of a, he's he's considered to be the the the, the forerunner of um, 
a CSI, isn't it? An old school CSI. Have you ever watched any of this? Uh, it's passed me by I've completely. Yeah. You're on your it's own not here. a big one. Uh, starting tonight on Fox, which was previously FX at 9 o'clock, you can catch the fifth series of Leverage. Uh, tomorrow night, you can catch the fifth series of Sons of Anarchy on 5 USA at 10 o'clock. I watched the first two series of that programme. It's a great programme. It has lost its way a little bit. Th- series 3 was a big letdown. They transferred the series to Ireland, and it didn't work. But uh, from what I read and from what I hear, the fifth series is a real return to form. Written by one of the guys uh, that wrote The Shield. Uh, something I'm going to be watching very closely and writing about for the website and talking about on this podcast is Nashville that starts this Thursday at 10 o'clock. Big hit in America starring Connie Britton and Hayden Panettiere. Mm. Well done. Write those names down. Connie Britton, well who was previously done. in Friday Night Lights and the first series of American Horror Story and Hayden Panettiere from Heroes mm. uh, are competing uh, country singers uh, one old, one young. Or that's one not the Cabris Heroes. That's, so, no, that's, right. that's actually Heroes. the television show Heroes. Right, yeah. Uh, so I'll be looking forward to seeing that one. Uh, now that Borgen has finished, something that Matt and I, I'm sure, will lament greatly, is uh, the re- fourth series of the French show Spiral. Uh, I've not watched yeah. much. Is that like a giant spirograph? Yes, every week. It's just like the television programme Ever Decreasing Circles. Starring, starring Prize. Uh, and then something we're probably all going to be talking about uh, in a week's time is Black Mirror, the Charlie Brooker show, returning for its second series, ten o'clock on Channel Four. I have to say, oh, I didn't like the major- I didn't like the majority of series one, to be honest. Oh. But this, this trailer for episode one, which is going to be on Monday night at, at ten o'clock, does look incredibly intriguing. And I think now that we've had time to sort of get our heads around what Black Mirror is yeah. or what it tries to be, it should be easier to enjoy to enjoy. These next three. I feel the first Black Mirror in the first series, the one with the pig, was a bit sensationalist. But I think yeah. the second two were a bit more methodical and had a, had some good points to make. I think. It, it, it was, I think it the first was one was a bit shock, shock value, wasn't it? it yeah. Was the shock but then value. The, I, I really enjoyed the one with the you know the one where they're on the treadmills with the sort of Britain's Got Talent yeah. thing and. Well, with two minutes remaining, it is just time to say thank you to Gaz, thank you to Lauren for getting in touch, and thanks to anyone else who contributed to the podcast, and I suppose that means thanking Gary and Matt as well, presumably. Yeah, don't, don't go away you, on that one, will you? you know. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, we've given our Twitter names out so many times today, so once more won't hurt. I'm Luke <laughs> Custard TV. Uh, I'm at The Gary Show. Uh, at Matt's TV, TV Bites with an innumerable amount of teas. <laughs> with a sensational amount of tea. do is add an extra tea to the end of it. <laughs> uh, and by the time these, these sort of finish, we'll be back with 1,500 teas. Now, can I just say, uh, the podcast will be back next Tuesday at this sort of time. But, excitingly, this time next week, I will know more about the UK dramas coming to BBC One between now and the summer as I attend an event in London on Monday night. All about to see BBC drama. Drop next week. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm getting ready to drop Bill Haley, Chuck Berry and Maxine Peake. <laughs> I expect to meet all three of them at the event. Sure happens. Yes. Yeah, sure happens possibly. Thanks ever so much for listening. Take care and we'll be back again for the talk about the best and the worst on the box. It is the Custard TV Live. Get the latest TV yeah. news direct from thecustardtv.com. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.